date is January 6th, 2015, and uh, we're going to be going over the aborted launch today of uh, the SpaceX CRS-5 mission, so resupply the ISS. So again, to, to have us on again, um, sorry, to come on with us again is the assistant. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on again. Nice to be here. Uh, it's good to have you. It's yeah, have it's you. a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, so basically, I'm going to talk about, so I, I had audio this morning. I woke up at 6, uh, which is a bit of a struggle, um, but uh, I did record, but uh, I inevitably, I didn't save, yeah. and well, I lost 6 it. in the morning for you, you might have been better off not saving it. So. Yeah. So. yeah, it actually didn't sound that bad. I, no. it, sound, it sounded a little bit better than I thought I would have at 6 in no. the morning. I was worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. But uh, no, it, it wasn't too bad. But uh, so they scrubbed it at I think it was T minus one minute and twenty one seconds. So let me pull up the article here. Um, okay, so uh, the engineers they observed a drift in one of the two thrust thrust vector actuators on the second stage, um, and it would have caused an automatic abort anyways, um, which is good. It's that's in their system. To, that's that's a beautiful thing to have. It's great. Um, Love it. But uh, so uh, I'm not too sure what a thrust vector. Now what do you mean by drift? Is. What does that mean? Um, so what I the so the drift of the thrust vector. So the vector is the direction of the force for the thrust, and uh, the actuator is it is either broken or um, uh, Elon Musk uh, put a tweet out at 7:10 this morning, saying uh, need to investigate the upper stage Z actuator. Was behaving strangely. Next launch attempt on Friday at 5 a.m. So um, whatever the actuator was doing, it was, according to what I've read, is is that it was drifting. So wherever the thrust was supposed to be uh, positioned or directed towards, wasn't going the right way. And that was on the second stage. So first stage gets them going, gets the roll going, and then when uh, the first stage uh, releases. Um, the second stage then gets them into that orbit. Okay. So, because uh, you can't just get off uh, Earth with just one stage rocket. So it makes need, sense. Yeah. Yeah, so, that actually uh, makes sense. The thrusting is drifting. Is, mm -hmm. it, is that? Do I have that right? Uh, well, so before they even started, uh, okay. The the computers were saying basically the system was saying this is not. It's drifting. It's not working properly. So it should be where it is. And so they they basically said, all right. Shut it off. Don't, you know, just wait till Friday. we got to figure out what's going on. So definitely More safe than sorry. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, you know, I was reading, uh, I'm reading a, a book right now. It's uh, Commander, uh, Colonel Hadfield, Chris Hadfield. Uh, he's the Canadian Space Agency's astronaut. Um, he, he has a book uh, that I'm reading right now. He was talking about uh, Challenger and, uh, oh, my God, the other one. Um, what was the other one? Start with a C as well. Oh, I was just reading. Jordan Blank. Um, well, anyways, yeah. both both very one one happened on liftoff, uh, taken off, and the other one happened as they were coming back in. Um, and it's I don't know it's it's one of those things where with this mission with the Falcon Nine, the CRS Five, it's just a resupply mission. So there's no lives necessarily, you know, to be harmed, but. Still, you can't just you can't just launch if there's something going wrong, you know. And people people get. I was watching a, an interview of the the last time they scrubbed the mission, and the, you know the the, the reporters are like, oh, it's a, 
you know, it's a bad day for reporters. You know, we came all the way out here for a launch, and it's like, well, it's not about you. No, it's not about the reporters at all. It's not about you. Know? you. They'll have to go back to the bar, <laughs> you know, instead of instead of standing there, you know. Yeah, so. it's it's like it's like come on, this is this is taxpayer money, right? This is taxpayer money, right? And every time something bad happens, everyone's first thing is, oh, why are we spending all this money? Well, it was it was for them. It's it's like all right, you know. Let's say we, they did launch it and it did blow up. They said, "Oh, the millions and billions of dollars that were spent, mm-hmm. blah blah blah." Oh my God! And by not launching it, they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's one of those things. We just just let them let them bitch and yeah, moan. That's their job. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so like like we said, it was scrubbed, aborted, um, and they'll they'll figure it out. Uh, not too much more, really. Uh, uh, to report on the actual scrubbing of the launch, but uh, you know about the actual supply mission. So it's the fifth resupply mission, um, and there's twelve total that SpaceX has under contract with NASA, and that's a one point six billion dollar contract for twelve missions. So let's see, what's that per mission? So divided by twelve. So hundred. Thirty-three million a launch. Yep, that's, that's pretty good with the amount of money that, that yeah. some of the stuff our taxes goes to. That just gets wasted. Well, it's the that's risk involved man. here too. I mean, there's a huge yeah. risk involved. Uh, you know, if something goes wrong and, and everything else. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's, it's essentially a bomb. Yeah, it's it. We're <laughs> I mean, you're riding on a Molotov cocktail. I mean, you know, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like you it's know, crazy. You're, you're, <laughs> it's crazy, you know. And the golf is someone to say, well, you know, we flew all the way down here and there's no launch, so you know, right. hey, you know. Exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a, so much risk involved here. So it's, uh, uh, you know, if, if it's successful, they, they should be making that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and, uh, and, and this resupply is, is really important, especially since in October, Orbital Sciences Antares rocket uh, blew up on uh, a few seconds into launch. Uh, and that was due to, uh, they were using old, uh, Russian rockets that were built in the 60s, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Um, and they've just been in a warehouse. And the Russians just sold, you know, yeah, they were like, all right. Yeah, going on there. A lot of- yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm sure I'm sure they spent the time to, to make sure the rockets were fine, but that, I think it's just an inevitable thing where, you know, orbital science is probably, I mean, allegedly, pro- I would guess that they had to um, save a bunch of money. So they're, their decision to save money was we're going to use these old rockets. Well, it's, it's certainly expensive to, to create your own and start from scratch and, mm-hmm. and everything else. And then, if, you know, it certainly makes sense if someone's selling a rocket and mm-hmm. you're willing to, to use it to go into space. Why not? I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I don't, I don't um, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good decision. Mm-hmm. You know, things, things happen, especially yeah. we talked about the risk, you know, part of, uh, part of going into space. This is it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean that's why I th- I believe, and it it's true that that SpaceX has an advantage. They build their own launch system, they have their own rocket, they have their own capsule, and they build it all basically under the same building. You know, from what I understand. No question, that's that's a huge advantage. That's a huge advantage. Yeah, you're controlling all your the little issues that have happened over sure. the years have been from subcontracting. That it, it's. It's, it's not going the, to the lowest bidder, you know. Lowest so, bidder, right? Because so. they got to save money, just like right. this orbital sciences thing. Well, um, I think I, I think it's uh, I think they 
I think they have to legally take the lowest bid. I think they're, I think it's part of the, when they do a bid mm. process and stuff, I think they have to legally. I'm not sure about that. I think it is. We'll have to figure mm. that out one of these days. Yeah. So. Yeah. If anyone knows, email the show. That's right. At, uh, so you can go to the website at todayinspace.squarespace.com and go to the contact tab. Um, if you're on the mobile, that little three bar at the top, that's the menu. Um, had a few people who didn't know where that was. So in case you were wondering, <laughs> on the mobile version, that's where it's at. Um, and you can you can contact us for you know a question of the day. If, if you have anything science or space related that you want uh, to get brought up, bring that over. Um, question about us, whatever. Um, we'll entertain pretty much anything. And there's also you know the correction, like we were just saying. If, if we get anything wrong, we're an, we're an entertainment show. Let we're not know. trying to be a, an educational show. Nope. Just trying to have some fun with this. A lot of fun. Yep. A little info. Exactly. It's all good. Exactly. So, but you're more than welcome to get credit for correcting us. So, for all you critics out there, <laughs> we have nothing Love else it. to do. <laughs> sure. We need it. We do need critics. This is true. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, again, going back to it, it's it's really important that they they need to get these the, the ISS resupplied. Um, now, the person who plans these missions... They, they put into place that there's a chance one might explode. So they have extras, and they, they plan for this stuff. Um, but if this one doesn't happen, then there's going to be an issue. Right. You know? um, and, you know, one of the big things right now is uh, the Dragon's been, the Dragon Capsule's been working very well as a way to get supplies up there, and it's working its way to be, um, to be, Classified? No, classified is not the right word. Um, when you work through um, to get, like, okay, clearance. That, oh, to get the clearance and stuff? What, what's that? Approval? I approval, 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 something like you know, that. So basically, it's, it's the approved NASA method, has... It's the yeah. approved capsule for... Right. NASA right. has a whole bunch of, basically, doorways you got to walk through uh, as right. far as design goes before they even put a guide. Yeah, you got to jump through this hoop. Right, Let's go. exactly. A so. um, bunch of guidelines you got to pass before you can do that. So they're on their way to do that. Um, which is also a huge thing. The money that they won in the Launch America uh, contract um, that Boeing also won the other part of, um, that money is, a lot of it is to help them get themselves uh, through those doors to pay for that, all those missions. So um, they're working on the way to do that. Because uh, right now, ever since we lost the shuttle, the only capsule that really can send people up is the Soyuz, the Russian Soyuz. Right. And it's very, the Soyuz is very, very good at that. Yeah, it is it's good. tried and true. But it only has room for three uh, astronauts. So that's that's an issue too. It is an issue, no um, question. But but you got to give the Russians credit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they... Do they know space? They know space and they've done a nice job. They didn't give up on it. Mm-hmm. You know, when the, basically, uh, it looks like back in the 60s and 70s when the, the United States was really going after the space program mm-hmm. um the russians didn't back off and um you know i mean it's a russian space station so mm-hmm. i give them all the credit in the world yeah yeah and i mean they they were the first ones to do a spacewalk they they beat us in every aspect except for i think actually getting on the moon right uh which which we somehow managed to get to get by them you know but it, it, a world without russian cosmonauts and Russian ingenuity in space. I don't know if I want to. They, they they know this stuff. Yeah, they you know, know the physics, mean, man. They they know how to do that stuff. Well, absolutely. You know, plus they probably got a lot of 
German engineers from uh, from oh, the they, uh, they were being sold like uh, oh yeah the German like during, during the nineteen forty World War Two yeah. you know they were everyone was it was a, let's grab any many scientists and engineers that we could mm-hmm. so um, so I mean a lot of this will track back to the Germans in that to that respect too well that, that's that's the you know going back to how it's basically a bomb I mean it was built to be a weapon yeah, the, the exactly. multi stage rocket was not <laughs> was not something that was built to be mankind's greatest well depending on what kind of person you are. Right. Like I said, it might have been the greatest achievement. But <laughs> regardless, <laughs> I mean, it was it was a weapon of war that then became something that's, right. that's this beautiful achievement of humankind. Absolutely. It was converted. You know? Yeah. So yeah. It's, 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 it's a testament to, you know, it's not the tool. It's the, the person using the tool. Right. No question. I don't think there's a better example than that. Um, but it's so funny. A lot of these things, I mean, even getting to the moon was not, something that was supposed to be the good of humankind it was a it was a military position yeah no question you know because if one side got the position and if i'm not mistaken i had read somewhere it could be wrong but uh there was like a mission uh there was a there was a plan to blow up the moon had <laughs> had the soviets actually won now that would have been devastating well, and i'm glad they yeah. never considered let's, it let's just change the gravity of everything you know? oh, just, no let's just tides. blow it up no more tides and, no more and tides. never mind the debris that would have happened after oh, yeah. oh I mean, it would have been if that was terrible. a real idea i mean that's just i no, hope not I mean, let, let's just hope it was some <laughs> stupid someone just put it out there because if that was a real idea whoever those politicians were just need to go in the hall of fame of stupidity that's just yeah, dumb. Yeah. It doesn't make you any know? sense. It, it, it shows that the it was more fear than it was anything else. Right. It was either fear or it was, it was well, we can't let them get the upper hand on us. Right. You know, because the whole idea back then with war was, oh, my God, they could just, they don't even have to, they just have to drop it on us. Well, like that, I mean, that's, yeah. that's scary. I mean, it, it, it's, scary, yeah, it's, it, it's real scary. You know, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. It's all it is. Dumb, dumb, dumb. That's mm-hmm. it. That's as simple as it gets. Yeah. So whoever came up with that thought process, <sighs> yeah, glad glad we didn't go through with it. <laughs> God, you know, God help us. You know. Oh yeah, the the fallout from that would have been terrible. Just right off the bat, no tides. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean that's that's crazy. I can't even imagine what would have happened with the oceans. You know. You know, I mean, the amount of gravity in that mass, mm-hmm. you know, is is pulling and it's balanced to a certain degree with us. So to to throw everything out of balance. Uh, because of someone's uh, fear and stupidity, it would have been just absurd. Could, could have been ego too, you know. You never know. Yeah, I mean, it's, obviously, ego's involved in it, no mm-hmm. question about it. I mean, you know, it's ego's good where you say, okay, I want to be the first one there. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, it's like, you know, okay, let's just blow it up because, you know, we don't want the other guy to have the advantage. It's like, and you don't right. really know what the advantage is. You can't even get there, you know. Right. So, you know, right. why don't you worry about that later? Yeah, so. yeah, and and plus, I mean, hindsight now. Um, them just getting there wouldn't have done anything. You know? No. It, it just would have been a, a spectacular achievement. Um, but they wouldn't have... By the time they would have built a moon base, you know, the yeah. war would have been over. There wouldn't have been... People probably would have forgotten, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, it's interesting that the uh, the Russians, you know, have their space station. It's been up there. I don't even know how long has it been up there. I don't even know. The ISS? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's been up there for... Uh, it's about 30 years, wow. I think. Because I know we had, the Americans had Space Lab, I think it was called. Yeah, and that was a disaster. It was a disaster. Yeah. You know, I remember, you know, one night uh, looking up in the sky and this thing was coming across the sky, this light. It, was, it wasn't going that fast, but it mm. was moving. 
And then someone told me it was, you know, Space Lab burning up. Burning up. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, Russians get the credit on this one. Yeah. No question and, and about if it. I'm not mistaken, um, that was a collaboration. Um, and I was reading actually in the same book, uh, he was going over that, uh, you know, time on the ISS is based on um, how much money you the, the country puts into the whole project. And in his case, with the Canadian Space Agency, they only uh, use they only helped for two percent, so they were only put Even. in for two percent of the time. Sure. So, and that's either the ISS makes. or the shuttle. I'm not sure, but either way, it's the same idea. Yeah, you know? I guess that makes sense. You know, they get everybody involved. You mm-hmm. know, and, and to to get in there and uh, you know everyone gets to participate and have astronauts and participate. It makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it, it is fair, and this is you know by by money that right. your contribution is directly related to how much time you are given right uh, or, or awarded i guess is i guess so. i kind of feel bad i mean you want to give a guy at least you know you know i want to tease the poor bastard and then you know he, yeah. he can't go up again you know so mm-hmm. or so but uh you know all that's going to change soon once this becomes commercially viable anyways mm-hmm. i think i think yeah. it will, i think it will change once and i'm sure elon's going for that and make it commercially I, I, viable so I think so. I mean, the the whole idea behind uh, SpaceX's design is for it to be reusable, because um, the whole idea is, you know, it, it, every time they they launch a vehicle, essentially it's trash. You're you're spending all this money. Never mind the fuel. The fuel is astronomical. That's not going to change. Don't try and attack that. So let's attack the vehicle itself. If we can make them reusable. And then in this case, which CRS-5 is going to attempt for the first time, which is actually try and land a first stage and second stage rocket on this barge. Never mind on a barge, just landing it altogether. Um, That's going to be the first step. And if they can succeed, just the fact they succeed, it opens up the possibility people can now say oh it's it's possible so now right. people can think people can dream they can sure. they can get excited about the fact that this is possible and work towards a goal that's before was impossible you know nobody ever thought that was ever right no you're right you're absolutely correct i mean um no elon's done a great job of this and so you got to give him you know uh mm-hmm. he's he's changed the whole mentality about space and the possibilities and I mean, really, what it comes down to is leadership on his part. Yep, that's really what we're talking about here. For Elon Musk, is the ability to be a leader, not just in one aspect, but across the board. I mean, he obviously has multiple companies. And, yeah, yeah, and a lot not, of, he's not just doing one. Yeah, right? he's he's involved, which is great. You don't put all mm-hmm. your eggs in the one basket. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's uh, got to give him all the credit in the world, purely from an executive point of view, mm-hmm. about being a leader yeah. per se. You know, and. Um, Give him the credit, you know. Yeah, he, you know, he deserves it. I mean, he, no and, and he, more than anybody, deserves it because it's all his money. Exactly. He he has put his own money into this. Right. Um, I was I was watching. I think it's a Bloomberg documentary uh, about him, and they were talking about how before SpaceX was even really like known on the map, they were li- they were failing terribly. And he literally put the rest of his, his I think, PayPal money? Yeah, or whatever sold, it was. I think he sold PayPal. It was like $140 million, I think he made from that. It, it was, was it was a lot. Basically, a I think he was saying he could he could just retire. He could right. buy an island, live the rest of his life comfortably, and not do anything. But he didn't want to do that. Right. 
So he did this SpaceX thing, and it, it wasn't working. And he was literally at the breaking point. It was over, and he decided it was basically they were going to run out of money. Uh, Tesla wasn't doing well either. So he had to put the rest of his money into, into SpaceX, or else it was going to, that was it. It was over. Uh, he gambled, man, and it paid off. Yeah, it's all, now, all in at the table. All in. All in, it so, paid off, you know. Yep. Um, but from go, but that just shows. I mean, that's the that's the trial of showing that you've got the balls, you've got the cojones to actually go through with it. Right. The guts. I mean, well, no, no you got it right. I mean, it is the balls. There's no question mm-hmm. about it. I mean, um, you know, um, belief too. It, it, it's 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 the belief. It's everything. It's it's it really is true leadership. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's you know, it's rare that we see a lot of it yeah. lately. You know, you you don't yeah. see a lot of it, but. Um, you know, for us up here, I guess um, it would have been uh, Arthur T. DeMoulis up here from Market Basket. The yep. man, um, you know, flat out balls. I mean, how many times you got a company that will, the employees are going to walk out for you, the CEO? Right. I mean, when was the last time that happened? So that's real leadership on mm-hmm. that part. And that's what you're seeing here with Elon Musk in, in, in the space industry. It's really just absolutely um, love it. Yeah. Love it's, it. it's one of a kind. I mean, uh, you know, to say it again, I mean, they're the only private company, the only, the, the only entity that, that wasn't a world power, a government power, right. to go to the ISS. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, that's and the impressive. fact that it's a private company in America, an American private company, right. that's, oh, yeah. that gives me, as, as someone who's a young American, that gives me hope. That makes me feel like, okay, this someone, this is, this is what the American dream is about. This no, right here, no question. It's 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 rare, you know. Obviously, I'm a little older than you are, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's one of those things that, uh, you know, we go okay. We're nice. Some rockets went up. That's kind of nice. But it's like, are we really actually going to be able to live up there? First of all, and then right. are we actually going to be doing this on a consistent monthly basis every every two weeks or something like that? Right. And it definitely. Um, Elon's making it into a reality, yeah. you know, and this actually can happen um, next 10, 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. you know, it could actually happen and become multiple space stations, uh, space cities, space, mm-hmm. you know, um, Mars, and, Mars, Mars, absolutely, you know, uh, bases on the moon, you yep. know, who knows, you know. Yeah, last uh, I heard, I think China's working on, no, sorry, Russia, a uh, Russian company said that they could do a moon base for... Shit, what was the number? I think it was like under a billion. Wow. Or under ten billion, so, something like that. Right. Um, which is which is crazy, but they have to wait for um, like a really critical movement by the Russian government to sure. actually move on sure. with that. So yeah, you're but, obviously that's that's a massive undertaking, you mm-hmm. know. But you know, um, who knows? Maybe the Russians have have the right idea there yeah. too. So yeah. Ugh. It's it's just crazy. I mean, so so you were kind of an, uh, you were going, growing up through that era of um, science fiction, where science fiction people thought that would really actually happen, and then it it kind of you know slowly people realized that's just not going to happen. Well, you know what happens was you know obviously um, multiple disasters. You know you had mm-hmm. the capsule that that caught fire. Uh, I forgot I forgot the you know I think that the one with the door. But the door wouldn't yeah. open, you know. Uh, the, the astronauts got burnt and mm-hmm. burnt to death. God rest their souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Challenger disaster was huge, I think, for a lot of people, uh, yeah. you know. And uh, 
you know, but, um, you know, I think those setbacks kind of say people, well, you know, maybe it's going to take us a lot longer. But like any mistake or any accident that happens, uh, it just, it makes you stronger. It makes you better, you know, it's, 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 it's a horrible uh, thing that happened, Mm -hmm. but uh, in a lot of ways, it'll make us rethink the design, rethink of what we're doing, how we're doing it, where we're doing it, you know, Um, so um, there's a lot of positive that's going to come of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the question, I think, again, is leadership. And yeah. that's what it comes down to. And, and what you're seeing here is, is a, Elon is filling that vacuum, mm-hmm. you know, for, uh, and it's not just an American thing. It's across all of the space agencies, I think. I think they, yeah. they've all done a great job, but there has to be sometimes a kind of leap of faith to a certain extent. They have to kind of go out there and say, hey, listen, you know, um, this is what we think they do, and we're sure. going to put up our money and go for it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that has to happen for you to be able to get to this point. Yeah, I mean, you know? I mean, being a real leader actually brings hope to people, mm-hmm. you know, in any category you want to pick, but especially in this category. I mean, he's he's given us hope that, that space travel in a commercial way is possible at some point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he's really bringing hope to the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I was, when I def- finally decided to... You know, go into this field to get a degree um, as an aerospace engineer. It was the shuttle was dying. We weren't going to have that anymore. The ISS was going to get retired. Um, so I mean, it looked bleak. It was kind of like, why, why am I doing this? Right. You know, I, I didn't really even think about that. It was just kind of thinking about it now. It's like I didn't really have any hope. And then in college is when SpaceX started to to, to jump. Right. To, to start going and just the fact that they were going to attempt to make them reusable and then I started seeing all the different things they were doing with the, the the grasshopper legs where they actually started testing and landing the first time I saw that video of them testing the grasshopper of, of just going up I think it was like 30 stories they went up and actually brought it back down amount of I, like thinking about it the amount of control the amount of sheer craziness it takes to attempt that i was hooked oh, yeah. i was hooked from that moment on i'm like this is where i want to go with it that's exciting exciting uh, you know we're talking about another leader i didn't want to leave I, I just popped in my head but you got to give branson uh oh hell yeah you know from virgin you got to give mm-hmm. him all the credit in the world too mm-hmm. i talk about leadership again yeah you know um you know, uh, he's, and he's across he, the board. Oh yeah, Virgin as a brand altogether. Absolutely, it was the records at first because that was, I think, one of his passions. Then it became uh, commercial air flight, and now he wants to make commercial orbital flight a thing. You know, you know, it's from, purely from a business point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's, it's it takes a lot of guts yeah. to extend your brand mm-hmm. to multiple industries, especially when it's not a proven industry. You know, uh, yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, it takes a lot of courage. Oh yeah. And uh, and with what happened with their test pilot, I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but it's the job that these guys they know what they they know what they're getting into. Test it's not like know. it's not like they just came on and they're like, oh my god, we, we, we might get killed in this. Oh, yeah, it, it wasn't his first flight. No, you know what I mean? No, so no, it wasn't. No. <laughs> you know, no, uh, I mean, they, they, these guys have been flying mili- most of the military planes and, and being test yeah, pilots and, there. And the more I read about them, it, it's it that job is insane. They basically they take these these crazy planes and they literally 
put them past their limits. They purposely put them in positions where the planes stall out, where they stop working, right. so that they can figure out maneuvers that will one day save somebody's life right. if the plane actually stops. Right, exactly. You know, they push these things to the fucking limit. That's their job. It's their job. That's their job to do it. It's you know? crazy. Yeah, it's it really crazy. is, you know. And a lot of, uh, if I'm, I think a lot of astronauts, they start off as test pilots. That's kind I, of the as far as I know, that's where they kind of come from. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, they obviously there's a certain uh, how do we put it? Uh, um, I'm not going to call it ego. There's a certain uh, how do we put it there? Thrill seeking. A, what is it? Thrill seeking. Yeah, maybe it's thrill seeking. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a certain uh, attitude, mentality, mm -hmm. thought process that you have to have to do this. Right. Um, so um, you know, I, I'm assuming fear is kind of. Uh, you know, kind of out the window, you kind of accept, you know, hey, death can happen anytime, and right. so let's just go do our job, and let's uh, go for it, I'm guessing, so. Mm -hmm. um, and from what I've read, it, it's it's not the, it's not the the thrill of taking these planes, although that's, I'm sure that's a bonus, it's that they want to make it safer for the next guy. Exactly. They they want to make sure that it, it that their, their comrades, their, their, their buddies, their, their pals, will eventually be safe. You know, that they can maybe save that guy's life one day. It's about that brotherhood. You know, it's not about it's not about the pride, it's about just making things better. Yeah, I you know. Um yeah, maybe we should have a test pilot on here one day or an yeah, astronaut. Awesome. We should we should interview them oh, and ask them God. these questions and say, Hey, listen, you know, talk talk to me about this. What how did you go through this? How did you come about this? You know, talk about the process you went through. Mm -hmm. Um, but talk talk about the motivation. What's yeah. that motivating factor? that drives you to do this that would be that would be damn interesting yeah yeah i, I would know. definitely have a lot of questions uh especially um you know kind of their what, what they did to get rid of uh maybe not how to deal with the fear and uh the anxiety because um, i'm going through i'm going through that now i mean i'm i'm constantly trying to to work on my discipline for that uh you know right now you know i i got I got let go from work um, as to the nature of, of R&D. The, the project lost its funding. Uh, the, t the window for it to, got com to, for it to get completed went and, and, and passed by. Uh, so now I'm, I'm in limbo, you know, kind of with work. So I'm, I'm going back to school, trying to figure that stuff out. Um, but I, you know, I, I worry about stuff. You know, I, I'm like, oh, you know, am I gonna, you know, I've got friends who did the right thing, who, who did their four years, you know, did everything by the book, got the degree, got good grades, and they were out of work for a year. Yep. You know, they didn't, they didn't get a job, but they did everything they were supposed to do. Right. You know, and and then other things like, you know, it could be anything. Just just sometimes, most of the time, honestly, it's overthinking. It, there's no question about it. You know, you just, uh, you know, there there's a certain time frame age-wise, that basically from when you get out of college, let's say 21, mm -hmm. uh, till you're probably like 32, 33, or let's call it from a practical point of view before you have kids. Okay. That time frame there, that's the time to take the big risks. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you fail. Doesn't matter if you make mistakes, errors, doesn't make any difference. Mm -hmm. That's the time to go for it. Mm -hmm. That's the time to do what you think you need to do, maybe you want to start your own company, you want to try and move up on a company, you, whatever you want to do, something you want to create, invent something, that's the time to take the risks. Yep. And uh, I'm not saying you can't do it later. It just yeah. gets more complicated. 
Right. So is right. what happens to it. So. And that was kind of me and, and, and a bunch of other friends who uh, I'm still very good friends with. We all kind of had the same idea that in our 20s, that was the time we wanted to spend working our hardest because we all have parents that work their asses off, that they're constantly trying to, uh, and successfully, making sure that the family has what they need, that what they have what they need, and then some more, you know, so they can actually live uh, a decent, you know, less stressful money-wise life. So for a lot of us as engineers, a lot of us had to borrow money to get our education. So a lot of us have a lot of money to pay off. I mean, it's not just, you know, it's not like someone who went to school that cost 15 grand a year. Sure. It's a lot more than that. <laughs> well, it's funny, you know, but when, when Bill Clinton was in office, you know, he there's uh, in the White House, they used to have a sign that said, you know, hey, it's the economy, stupid. And that was their their motto, and they it was a terrific economy. You know, you could argue points. Was it Reagan and kind of after that, and it's all that? It doesn't matter. The reality is they kept focus on the fact that as long as the economy mm-hmm. was was doing well, people were making money, where they were their their money their 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 pay was increasing, then everything else could fall into place. Right. You know, people had choices and everything else in it. So. You know, the, the economy is constantly fluctuating up and down and everything else. It mm-hmm. depends whose clock you fall onto. But at least they understood it from the mm-hmm. aspect that there, here's the sign. This is what's most important. Let's make sure we take care of the economy first. Right. And then we can fit into everything in there. So, you know, right. you know I think, you know, everything goes in cycles. And, you know, um, hopefully the cycle that we've been in mm-hmm. in the last, you know, I don't know, we could argue when it started, six, eight years, ten years. Yeah. You know, um, when that cycle is coming to an end, hopefully soon, yeah, which will will help out, you know, um, you know, the college grads, and there'll be jobs galore, hopefully. So I, I hope so. I mean, it's it's the engineering field is a really, I mean, I, I say that because that's that's all I have as as my background, right. so I'm not going to speak for anybody else. But you know, when you when you spend that amount of money to get an engineering degree, and then you can't get the job afterwards. You're, you're stuck. I right. mean, a regular job is not going to help you pay that off. No, no, you have to. There's no question that, um, you know, we we have to, you know, we still lead the world. And there's an old saying, there's an old economic saying that when the United States catches a cold or sniffles, the rest of the world catches a flu. Hmm. You, know, the, you know, so, and it's kind of true. I mean, we have to be, we have to lead the way in the same way. Someone has to drive the car. Someone has to lead the economy, right. and that's really us. You know, someone has to yeah. drive. Someone has to lead. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like being on a boat, turning on the engine and saying, "Okay, let's go," and no one's no one's turning the the wheel. Right. It's like, oh, you're just gonna run around in circles. Is that what you're gonna do? Yeah. You know. So, yeah. uh, and that's it's just the truth. Someone has to drive, mm-hmm. and um, the United States. Um, you know, the U.S., America has to drive, uh, you know, until uh, obviously China's coming into play. Mm-hmm. Russia's obviously had some changes the last 20 years, you know, where they're starting to fall into that play. And maybe it'll be a collaboration of that at some point. Mm-hmm. But for now, you know, we still need the lead. Yeah. So, but, in you know, and especially for, for uh, that, the generation in between the 20s and 30s right now, you know, they really need a boost for that. And, uh, but it leads into... Elon stuff too, where he, you know, talking about creating jobs and leading and yeah. creating, we're talking an industry that uh, is in the baby stage yeah. of, of business, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, it, it takes guts to be that explorer because you're really exploring is what you're doing. How is this going to work? How yeah, are you going to do you're it? You're the pioneer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're the you're pioneer. Like crossing you know? across the country like the, uh, 
the pioneers they were going west trying to find gold right it's like the same exactly. it's the same concept the, the same people came over to america same that's right. concept yeah that takes a lot of guts yeah so yeah and, and they talk about fear and, and anxiety with that sure you know and i'm i'm sure he's got a way to deal with it you know i mean what's what would be good advice to anybody out there who's who's got that fear that anxiety who's, who's probably around my age you know who's trying to figure it out yeah i mean you know fear is 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 you know it's really something that every individual has a different level of it mm-hmm. you know and, and some people are really fearful of a lot and other people foolishly may not fear anything you know, I mean, they might probably t- test pilots, right? So, uh, but, you know, it's one of those things that um, you just have to accept the fact that, number one, it's, you know, you decide, you really do decide what level of frustration or fear or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you, that you, you do. And, you know, I, every mistake, every error you make is progress. Mm-hmm. It's progress to something, you know. And so, you know, I think most people are usually just, kind of fall into paralysis and just sit, decide not to do anything because they don't want to make a mistake or they want to make an error. Right. And I think, I, I think, I think it's a huge mistake. I think mm-hmm. if you look back to all the inventors or some great things that we have, the light bulb, it goes on and on, electricity. Uh, if they took that mentality, we'd, we'd still have no electricity. Right. You know, I mean, you know. They yeah, what was it? Uh, Thomas. Thousands Je- of times. Yeah, right? or Edison, sorry. Edison, yeah. Uh, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Edison. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he, what's it, 7,000 ways to not make a light bulb right until right. he figured out the right way well yeah you know but he probably used a lot of that information that he got from that mm-hmm. toward another invention which yeah. we probably don't associate with him 100 yeah. percent. but you know uh he he just it wasn't the you know it probably was stressful for his wife yeah. or you know his family <laughs> but for him personally he just took it as all right you know i know that doesn't work let's mm-hmm. find try something different and see if that works mm-hmm. you know um and, and, you know, it's just like you just, every mistake is progress mm. forward. It doesn't. Now, if you make the same mistake 10 times and you do the same approach 10 times, all right, well, maybe you're just being stupid or stubborn. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, but if you adapt, you adjust mm-hmm. to a mistake you made and you still is a mistake, mm-hmm. all right, well, now there's two ways it doesn't work. Now it's 10 days, 10 ways it don't work. Yeah. Uh, that's what I would suggest to everybody is like, it doesn't, mistakes our progress toward a a a a, um, a goal, a, right. a an end of some of some kind, you know. Um, so, and if nothing else, you're better off knowing, you know, you're better off tr- trying something out and failing at it, or finding out that you don't like it, right? And go the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, no sense in finding out after three years you don't like it. You yeah. might as well find out right now you don't like it. Yeah, and don't waste your time. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how many. <coughs> stories and, and, and people that I've talked to that they went to school because either they they thought it would be one thing or um, someone told them it would be something. And then they went into a perfect example is engineering. Um, a lot of people who I've talked to who are sick of engineering by the time they got out there, they were pissed because most of it was paperwork. You know, most of it was was because they were, you know, they're good engineers, so they end up going into these managerial positions, and all they're doing is okaying paperwork, making right. sure that stuff's okay. But what they want to do is actually work on the floor, sure. do more of the manufacturing side of it, actually build something. Well, <laughs> you know, you know, what, what you're talking about <laughs> is is really having the visual results. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to see and feel and touch. Right. 
you know, the, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the results of your efforts. Right. You know, versus, you know, I mean, some people can deal with seeing the paper results, you know, mm -hmm. or what's it on a report or something like that. Oh, yeah, we did great. We did the sales right. or whatever it is. But more than likely, I think, you know, I think a lot of the engineers need that visual, mm -hmm. the visual result. I think that mm -hmm. kind of gets them, you know, uh, that really makes kind of drives them home or makes them feel successful. Yeah. You know, feel like they accomplished something. The best thing I can say from working in manufacturing was that at the end of the day, on a lot of occasions, I could actually look and see and touch and feel what I successfully right. accomplished. Yeah, and, and it's, a, it's, it's a good a feeling. feeling. It's, it's a good feeling. I think, feeling. I think contractors are that way, too. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of guys who are in contracting, they, they do it because, you know, they like to see the results of their efforts. Right. You know, and I think that goes a long way, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, I wish there was a way that uh, that that kids who are at eighteen, even before that, deciding what they're gonna do, what they're they're investing in themselves, and they never have an opportunity to even know what the job is actually gonna be like. You know, you know, in, in everybody's lifetime, I feel like that's huge. I think you know, they, there's there's no pressure. No one should feel any stress, pressure, whatever, not to change jobs. You know, I mean, if it's not working for you, change. Go find something else to do. But that's what it seems like it, it happens. It, it, whether it's, like, actual or they're just putting it on themselves, there's definitely a pressure to, to change in jobs. So it's maybe um, you've got loans to pay. You've right. got bills to pay. Sure. You know, and, and how am I going to do that? But, you know, the thing that, that I've learned is you've got you've to gotta believe in yourself. Um, and the other thing that I've learned is once you're pushed – the point where you have to make a decision you're gonna make a decision right and you're gonna make you're gonna figure it out because you need to well you know it, it, there is really only a split second that a decision is made mm -hmm. everything else is getting ready to make a decision right you know so <coughs> this really is um you know making choices making decisions are just like going to the gym and doing push-ups or doing mm -hmm. thing. it's just a muscle that you practice it mm -hmm. just happens to be in your brain you know, making decisions and being willing to make a decision, um, accepting the fact like, hey, you know, I looked through everything. I, I got the information I got. And for, at this time and this picture in time, mm -hmm. I made the best decision possible. Right. Now, that might be good. It might be bad. Yeah. But you know what? You looked at the facts. You, you, you got the information. Mm -hmm. You decided. Yeah. You know, it, it's practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely. Um I would I would definitely say, you know, my, my biggest thing um, that I learned is that you, first of all, you, you need to be able to make a decision because right. not making a decision, so much worse. No question. So much worse than making the wrong Doing decision. Doing nothing is worse oh. than finding out, oh. <coughs> finding out that you, you know, that it's just, it, this is not, this is not the right way. This is wrong. Yeah. It's better than sitting around and saying, well, you know, I could have done that, I could have done this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you debate it for the next, oh, yeah. you know, three years and find out that, you know, I mean, you could have found this out in three hours or three, yeah, three weeks. Yeah, had you, you know? just, had you just put up Absolutely. and decided there, yeah. made the decision. And you know what? Here's the other, here's the other thing, too, is some people are afraid of criticism from that yeah. perspective. It's like, no, why, you know, really the only criticism that, that's out there is your own. Mm -hmm. You decide whether you listen to somebody or don't. That's right. kind of the way I always looked at it. You know, you decide who you listen to, you know. And so, Sorry, you know, maybe you don't want to 
you know, this person, I, I respect this person. I'm going to listen to their criticism, you know. Yeah. This person over here is always yelling, screaming, calling me names and everything else. I don't care what his criticism is, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't. I just, I, I put no value into that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, but mistakes, errors, it's just progress toward your goal. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yep. Yeah. Well, th- well thank you, because uh, I, think, I think there's a lot of people, especially, especially my age, that either don't have someone to actually talk to about this. I mean, right. I've always I've always been someone who's talked to the people who are older because I know they're the ones that have actually gone through it. Um, some people don't do that. Right. Um, or some people just don't have those type of people in their lives. I've been lucky enough to meet a lot of different people right. that um, I be able to, I've been able to talk through their experiences, kind of learn from them. Right. Um, Definitely the better way to learn from someone else's mistakes than, than your own, yeah. ideally. But... Yeah. Um, it but really, you really don't. You don't. There's an old saying: "There's really no better teacher than your own mistakes." You yeah. Know? So, yeah. again, just don't be stubborn enough to not learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I fell into that uh, when I was when I first started college. That was one of my biggest uh, downfalls was was being stubborn. Right. Way way too stubborn. Um, and I've learned I'm still stubborn. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I I'm so much better than I was back then. Um. And I'm still figuring it out every every day. Is yeah, I mean, you know, everybody. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, listen, I, I meet a lot of older people that still haven't figured it out and may never figure it out because it's just it's a habit for them, mm-hmm. you know. So, but but I the only recommendation I would make to people out there, you know, young people, you know, in their twenties or even younger, you know, just practice, just make the decision, mm-hmm. simply to practice getting your brain used to making the decisions, mm-hmm. you know. Whether it's wrong or whether it's right, it doesn't matter. Indecision of any kind is the one that really hurts you. Right. You know, so you know. I mean, make the decision. If you fall on your 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 knees, or you know, you get up again and you move mm-hmm. on to the next one. You know, let's do it again. Let's do something yeah. different. Let's tweak it. Let's change it. So, mm-hmm. that's just my opinion. So. Yeah, and I think that's that's about as scientific as it gets. I mean, right. you know, that's it. That's it. That's so that's that simple. Elon does it. So. Yeah. That's oh, what he does. Yeah. yeah. How many times did he? You know. I mean, and his his mistakes are costing millions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, l- l- most l- people would have stopped at PayPal. No, oh, yeah. PayPal, the the first the video game he made when he yeah, was. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Right. If I sold pay- PayPal for 140 million or whatever it was, I I'd be on that beach. I would. <laughs> I'd be finding a couple of beautiful looking women. And I'd be out there, no question about it. Yep. No, you that's know. that's why I thank God we have Elon. <laughs> yeah, Elon, good job. You know, you don't have a boat I can borrow and some some women, do you? So. <laughs> yeah, but 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 thank goodness for for someone like him to. To keep pushing the envelope to after succeeding, saying I'm not done yet. There's right. some more stuff that I really want to do that now I can actually do. True, uh, and I think we'll we'll leave it on that. So cool. uh, the uh, the next launch is Friday at 5 a.m. Uh, that they'll cool. be trying that out. I think that's you're gonna be up on that time. one. I am gonna be up on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that'll be good. You're gonna drink the night before or anything like that. Yeah, uh, no, no. I'll I'll keep it pretty light. All right. Yeah. So. No, if I if I drink the night before, yeah, it's it's not happening. I'll, right. I'll definitely sleep through that. Yeah, you might just continue to drink, you know, and just stay up. Uh, yeah, well, you're right, right. It's either it's, it's either go to bed yeah. sober or yeah. just yeah, stay up all just, night. Yeah, right? yeah. That'd be an interesting one, interesting <laughs> podcast. So, who knows? It may happen in the future. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's it, guys. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back Friday with more. Sounds great. Have a good day.